This is Bigger Pockets Daily, expert advice for real estate investors. If you like what you hear, check out biggerpockets.com. I think you'll find a warm, welcoming community, a wealth of data to help you make the best decisions, and calculators to help you analyze deals. We make the blog articles available on this show so you can absorb the information while you're organizing the garage or remodeling your bathroom on this Saturday. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Did you know that short and medium-term rentals often offer double the cash flow compared to long-term rentals? Well, it's true, and rental retirement just made investing in them easier than before. Now you can buy fully turnkey short and medium-term rentals that are newly built or renovated, leased, and managed. Maximize your cash flow, appreciation, and equity while the rental retirement team takes care of all of it for you. Plus, their creative financing options like interest rate buy-downs can get you a rate in the low fives, and their investor loans let you buy multiple properties with as little as 5% down, not 20%. 5% down. But why buy with rent retirement? They're investors just like you and me and rock one of the highest reputations across bigger pockets with more five-star reviews than any other company on our site. And I think that's a pretty big deal. To learn more, visit rentoretirement.com. That's rentoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI33777 to learn more about how you can get started investing in some of the best cash flow markets today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. What is bonus depreciation and how does it work? By Anthony Greer. Bonus depreciation lets you maximize your return and minimize your tax liabilities. With bonus depreciation, you can deduct a large portion of the cost of qualifying assets during the year they were placed in service. Unfortunately, Understanding bonus depreciation, how it works, and whether it's right for your real estate investment strategy is really no small feat at all, (laughs) but that's where we come in. In today's podcast, we'll walk you through everything you need to know about bonus depreciation. Let's do this thing. First of all, what is bonus depreciation? Your assets naturally depreciate over time due to use and general wear and tear. 
If you run a business, depreciation lets you write off a portion of your asset's cost during its estimated useful life as long as you're the owner, you use the asset in your business or other income-producing activity, the asset's useful life is greater than one year. In general depreciation, the portion you write off is equal to its estimated useful life. For example, let's say you remodel the kitchen of your new rental property with cabinets that cost $7,000. Cabinets have a depreciation life cycle of seven years, meaning that you can claim $1,000 in depreciation for seven years. Bonus depreciation accelerates this process. Instead of claiming $1,000 a year for seven years, you can get a lot more when you claim bonus depreciation. In 2022, you could claim 100% of your cabinet depreciation, meaning you get to write off all $7,000 immediately. Then you can use the money saved via depreciation tax deductions on other things like reinvesting in your business. Unfortunately, bonus depreciation is already getting phased out, so if you want to take advantage of massive tax write-offs, do it like today, now, right now is the time to do that. So let's look at bonus depreciation and how it works. Let's assume your kitchen cabinets actually cost $10,000 because that's easier to work with. If you made the improvement in the year 2022, you could depreciate 100%, 10 grand. And then it phases out 20% from there. So 2023 is 80%, 24 is 60, 25 is 40%, and 26 is the depreciation bonus of 20%. And then in 2027, it's one-seventh or 14.29% or the standard depreciation for the item. A quick note on this, if you claimed 100% depreciation in 2022 on your taxes, that asset is no longer eligible for a tax deduction. You can't claim a depreciation total greater than the asset's price. Also, bonus depreciation is only good for the first year you use the asset. So taking the 80% bonus depreciation for an asset in 2023 is not eligible for the 20% in 2024. Does that make sense? I hope so. Really, what we're saying is you can only claim the asset's standard depreciation percentage from the second year onward until you claim that 100%. Also, before listening further, Check to see if your state allows for accelerated depreciation. Some don't. Florida, Hawaii, California, and New York just being a few. Okay, when did this bonus depreciation magic start, and why does it even exist? Bonus depreciation first became a tax incentive when Congress passed the Job Creation and Worker Assistance Act of 2002. Back then... Way back in the Stone Ages, you could claim 50% depreciation in an asset's first year of use. Its initial purpose was to encourage businesses to take the money saved via bonus depreciation and reinvest it into the economy after 9-11. In 2017, Congress passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, TCJA. One of TCJA's fundamental changes is that assets eligible for bonus depreciation could be claimed in full as long as the property was acquired and placed in service between September 2017 and January 1st, 2023. In other words, 
If you bought and put those $10,000 kitchen cabinets in to use in October 2016, you could write off $5,000. That's from the previous act. In October 2017, you could write off all of it, $10,000. However, TCJA also enacted the phase-out schedule displayed that we talked about earlier with the 80, 60, 40%, that type of thing. Without another act of Congress, bonus depreciation will cease to exist, extinct, by 2027. Here are the assets that qualify for this magical bonus depreciation. To qualify for bonus depreciation, assets generally have to have a recovery period or useful life of 20 years or less. So here are some of the most common assets eligible for bonus depreciation. Residential rental properties with a cost segregation study. Cost segregation is another strategy that helps maximize your depreciation deduction and minimizes your overall tax burden. Cost depreciation evaluates the depreciation of specific assets in your rental property, including flooring, cabinets, countertops, appliances, and lighting, just to name a few. Given that this is incredibly relevant in the bigger pockets community, let's dive a little bit deeper. You can write off a ton of money in bonus depreciation via a cost segregation study. Let's take a look at an example real quick. Let's say you purchase a vacation property with an assessed building value of 275K. Congrats! Since residential properties have a useful life of 27 and a half years, which disqualifies them from bonus depreciation, You write off $10,000 in depreciation, $275,000 divided by 27.5 equals $10,000. You also spend $40K on interior upgrades eligible for bonus depreciation, putting them all to use in 2023. Let's also assume you earn $40,000 in rental income that year and pay 25% in federal income tax. Grr. Taxes owed without depreciation equals... $40,000 times 25% or $10,000. Taxes owed with depreciation equals $40,000 minus $10,000 times 25% equals $7,500. Thanks to general depreciation, you just saved $2,500 in taxes. Bam! When you include a cost segregation study, you actually save a lot more. Check this out. Your cost segregated assets eligible for bonus depreciation is $40,000, and in 2023, you can claim up to 80%. Cost segregated assets, $40,000 times 80%, equals $32,000. Taxes owed with depreciation and cost segregation. Take a look at this $40,000 minus $10,000 minus $32,000 times 25%. Equals negative $500. So in this scenario, your cost segregated assets let you claim a $500 net operating loss, which you carry forward and offset your future income. Oh boy, that makes a lot of sense to me. Qualified improvement property. Let's talk about that. So this is a QIP. Quip? Can we say that? I think so. It includes any improvements made to interior portions of non residential buildings after you've placed them in service. QIP also applies to the interior improvements made to short term rental properties 
thanks to the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, CARES Act. Additional bonus depreciation qualifiers. There are additional eligible assets. These include vehicles with a useful life of 20 years or less, office equipment and furniture, depreciable computer software, used equipment that you haven't used before acquiring, water utility properties, land improvements such as fencing and parking lots, assets that don't qualify for bonus depreciation. So here are some of the main assets that don't qualify. Your primary residences. So your primary residence doesn't produce income. Therefore, it's not eligible for general depreciation. Darn! Rental and commercial property buildings. All right, so residential properties have a useful life of 27 and a half years, while the useful life of a commercial property is 39 years. How did they come up with those numbers? Nobody knows. Both property types exceed the standard 20-year or less bonus depreciation rule. Specific vehicles. If a vehicle has a useful life greater than 20 years, it's ineligible for bonus depreciation. Here's how to report bonus depreciation on your taxes. You can report bonus depreciation by just filing IRS Form 4562, Depreciation and Amortization. As with other tax forms, you must file by the due date, including extensions, for the taxable year you claim bonus depreciation. What's the difference, you may be asking, between bonus depreciation and Section 179 expensing? Everybody asks that question. <laughs> bonus depreciation and Section 179 do share much in common, but do have a few key differences. Let's take a look at those. First off, bonus depreciation lets you take a loss on your income, like in the cost segregation example we just did. But if you use Section 179 and take a loss, you have to carry it forward until you have the income to absorb it. Otherwise, you can take the standard depreciation deduction. Another key difference is that many states don't allow for bonus depreciation. So, for example, if you're a California resident, you can't even claim bonus depreciation. Thanks, California. Ugh. So you might want to consider using Section 179 instead. Different states have different rules, of course, for both tax deduction options. Also, you have to write off the total amount available to write off bonus depreciation. If you want to only claim 50% of your bonus depreciation for your 2022 tax year, you can't. You have to claim the full 100%. With Section 179, you can deduct any amount you choose as long as it's within the thresholds for that taxable year. Now let's look at the pros and cons list of bonus depreciation. At this point, you're probably aware of some of the main pros and cons of bonus depreciation. The pros, substantial tax deductions. In 2022, you could fully deduct a fixed asset in a single year, even if it's used, as long as you haven't used it. Even in 2023, 80% is significantly more than the standard deduction would allow. Reinvestment opportunities. If you spend $10,000 on cabinets, oh, we love those cabinets, and recoup that investment in the same year, you can reinvest this money in other stuff. You can buy more equipment, remodel another home, or even put it toward a down payment for another property. With a quick return of your cash on hand, the possibilities are truly endless. 
Depreciation can be less confusing. If you claim 100% depreciation on an asset, you're not going to have to worry about factoring into future tax returns. Since you can't claim the full 80% for any assets purchased and used starting in 2023, you'll still have to account for this, but it'll be far less substantial. You can claim a loss, another pro. If claiming bonus depreciation puts you at a net operating loss, you can carry it forward to offset future taxable income, as long as it remains within the limitations of TCJA. Now, a few cons to take a look at. Lack of future deductions. If you fully deduct an asset, you can't write it off in future returns. In other words, if you fully deduct your $10,000 cabinets, instead of spreading them out over their seven-year life cycle, you won't earn depreciation on them in, you know, years two through seven. You could disrupt expected tax returns. Claiming bonus depreciation does relieve your tax burden for the year you claim it. However, you have to keep in mind that it's only for that one year. If you account for that, you could be in for a rude awakening when it's time to pay taxes the following year. Claimed losses do have limitations, too. While you can claim a net operating loss, the number of years you can do so is often limited. If you intend on carrying over a loss, make sure you're planning ahead. Now, the ultimate question, should you take advantage of bonus depreciation? Bonus depreciation can be a tremendous asset, pun intended, depending on your long-term plans. It can give you more cash on hand to reinvest in your business or additional properties, but do keep in mind that it's not extra money by any stretch of the imagination. You're simply just maximizing your tax write-offs now in exchange for fewer to no depreciation in future years. Typically, having extra cash on hand sooner is a good thing, as long as you have a plan for it. If you're wondering how best you can use the extra money you've received via bonus depreciation, check out the Bigger Pockets forums. We have a community of real estate investors, agents, and other pros that can provide you with some incredible insight. And that is at biggerpockets.com. All right, that's it for this show. But remember, we have a whole library of episodes with timeless information about how to grow your real estate portfolio so you can enjoy the life you were meant to live. Just tap all episodes in your podcast app or scroll back in the feed to check out an older but still evergreen show. Otherwise, dear listener, until tomorrow.